Hi everyone and welcome again to the Effective Teaching Podcast. I am Dan Jackson and I'm very grateful that you have given me your time to listen to this episode. Now recently I've changed my podcast structure. I've removed my intros and my outros based on some feedback that I received and I hope it has improved your listening experience. And if so, I would love for you to let me know. I've also decided that I'm going to trial recording my episodes as videos as well as audio. So if you would like to see me talking away to the computer here, uh, please go to teacherspd.net slash 35 and you can watch this episode as well. I would love to know if this is helpful for you. And so please just leave me a comment uh, on the page and let me know. Okay, today I wanna to talk to you about building authenticity into our students' learning, which is a great way to increase student motivation and engagement with the learning, which we all know will help students be successful and lead them toward becoming lifelong learners. Now, I thought we should start by just talking a bit about the importance of motivation and engagement. One thing that often gets overlooked in research are things that can have a negative impact on student learning. And the number one negative influence that can be modified according to the research uh, released in 2017 by Hattie is boredom. Hattie's famous effect size for boredom is actually negative 0.49. Now to put this into perspective, the hinge point for a teaching strategy that is being really good and that you should use it is one that has a positive effect of 0.04. So to be a negative 0.49 actually means students are unlearning information at the rate at which someone is trying to unteach them. It's, it's really, really negative. Now I know there are some who have criticized Hattie's methods, uh, but I think that he has hit the nail on the head with this one. We have all seen students in our own and in other teachers' classrooms who are bored and therefore the student does not engage with anything that's happening. Uh, for me, the famous clip from Ferris Bueller's Day Off comes to mind. Anyone? For me, student motivation and engagement is the opposite of this. Uh, the more a student is motivated and engaged with the learning, I think the larger their learning will be. And one of the best ways to increase this is by building in authenticity to the learning process. Now recently, I have been working hard on creating a couple of project-based learning units for my school. I've been doing lots of reading and collaborating with others and I'm very thankful to Kelly Pfeiffer, who has shared many conversations with me over the last few weeks. And you can actually see her in my last three episodes where I interviewed her about remote learning. Now, if you don't know who Kelly is, she's from Dubbo Distance Ed and was part of the team that put together the Dark Skies project for stage three. Uh, and that was a project that was run across all of New South Wales. Uh, and Kelly's an avid PBL teacher. Now, as I have been creating these units, I've been thinking a lot about how to really ramp up the authenticity of the learning. So to start with, these units focus on the current coronavirus pandemic that's sweeping around the world and across our country and our state. It is already a very current issue for our students and so having our project and our learning focus on this should automatically result in some greater engagement and motivation 
uh, from my students. So this was the start, you know, to use a topic that is current and applicable to our students. This of course could apply to anything you are teaching. Find a way to connect what you are teaching to current events that are relevant to your students. A simple example is to get students to apply their math skills to the real world. This could be as basic as calculating the perimeter of the school grounds to measuring the distance and angle of a javelin through to then working out the average speed it traveled or the force that was applied to it based on its weight. Another example would be to allow students to select the book that they will be reading in English. And really for any subject, if you allow student choice, you are increasing the authenticity of the learning because they will normally choose something that aligns with their interests. So coming back to my PBL unit on coronavirus, the next thing I looked for were ways that I could engage the community. Now, my school is very unique uh, in the sense that normally I shouldn't spend one day per week in work placement. Uh, classes will then go together with their teacher to a primary school and spend one day a week running sports clinics. Uh, and these are done on behalf of our formal school partners who are all major sporting bodies such as Sydney Kings or the Western Sydney Wanderers. So you can see there's a lot of community there for me to pull upon. And so given the school already has this connection, I'm looking to pull upon these throughout my unit. I'm asking some of our partners to speak at the launch of the unit and to check in with students at the halfway point as well as have them participate in the final showcase at the very end. I'm encouraging our students also to apply their project to individuals they know personally or to community groups which they are connected. So that could be something such as uh, their work placement where they may have been going already uh, or a religious group or um, a school community or something like that. This will involve students connecting with their previous supervisors possibly and asking them questions and possibly even presenting their final project to them uh, to really develop that relationship and connection in that community. Other ways to engage students with their communities could be to connect with local businesses or sports clubs, uh, create a community garden on your school premises and have students prepare or perform for a local retirement community maybe or have your students start up and run their own pizza restaurant at the school. There are so many ways to build these connections and they can range from involving parents uh, in what you're doing or the wider school community to presenting information to a public audience involving professionals or even creating something that's going to impact the world at large. And these days with technology and the internet, finding a public audience is way easier than it's ever been. I often hear, for example, of students or classes that reach out to the author of the book that they are reading to ask her questions and learn more about the creative process that went into the book. Now, I know some of you at this point will be thinking that whoever you contact is busy and doesn't have the time for this, uh, but you will never know if you don't actually try. You could even start with a simple letter to your local member about an issue relating to your school to help develop students' ability to write persuasively. So if you are looking to improve student learning and perhaps increase their motivation and engagement, building authenticity into what you are doing is a great way to start. So take a moment to brainstorm some ideas right now. As I am making this episode, most schools are working remotely. So try and capitalize on this. Have students do tasks in their home 
or connect with someone using all the online products that are now freely available to schools because of the virus and schools going remote. Uh, here are a few ideas that I've just come up with in my brainstorming. So students could build a birdhouse for a specific bird that they see near their house. Uh, students could organize a virtual concert and put uh, on acoustic performances online. Students could keep a journal relating to the impact of the coronavirus on themselves and others that they know. Students could put together spoken word performances relating to a topic they are passionate about and share them on social media. Students could write letters uh, of encouragement and thankfulness to their loved ones. Students could inquire into how to promote social health and action it in their actual context. Students could conduct interviews with people who have been negatively or positively actually affected by coronavirus and collate them into a reflective booklet or maybe even create a documentary. Students could compare the current coronavirus pandemic with those from the past, such as you know, the plague uh, or any of the other great big viruses or bugs that have gone through and um, affected people on a large scale. Students could also connect with people from other countries uh, to have online Google meetings or Zoom meetings to develop their spoken language. So for example, you could have regular calls with a student in Japan to practice their Japanese and allow the student in Japan to develop their English through this conversation that's happening online. So there are many ways to embed authenticity into student learning. So take a moment and list some of your own. I would love for you to share them at teacherspd.net slash 35. And remember, learning is not about preparing our students for an exam. No matter how important you think that exam is, that is not what learning is about. Learning is a life skill and it needs to be applied to life. And that's why authenticity is so key. Well, thanks for listening. I hope that you got something out of today's episode. If you would like to grab the transcript for this episode or have a look at what I am making for my school's uh, COVID-19 project-based learning unit, jump on the web and visit teacherspd.net slash 35. I would love to share it with you. You can also leave a comment for me, uh, especially if you have watched the video or enjoyed not having to listen to the old 10 second intros or outros. And finally, if you enjoyed this episode or have been listening to the podcast for a while, I would really appreciate it if you could take just a moment and write a quick review. It helps others to find the podcast so that they can also benefit from what is happening in uh, the show. Well, until next time, keep safe and take a walk in your garden or local green setting. It's amazing what some green time can actually do for your soul. Talk to you soon.